Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive, licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. Hello and welcome to Enlightened Empaths, your community for the spiritually awakened, where we discuss, explore, and connect with fellow empaths, healers, intuitives, and seekers. Welcome back, empaths. Today we're excited to welcome an amazing guest, Anthony Shen. Anthony is based in France, and he followed a traditional path as a younger person, He went to business school. He got a degree in banking. He got an incredible job. He was living the dream by societal standards, but it wasn't feeding his heart. And intuitively, he was feeling drawn in a new direction. This led Anthony to start to explore and eventually graduate in media journalism and audiovisual production, first working as a video reporter within many companies, media agencies, and TV channels. Anthony is now a freelancer, director, and video reporter for various clients and develops his own projects, documentaries, video clips, fiction. Anthony offers extensive documentaries on near-death experiences, and that's what we're excited to talk to Anthony about today. His journey, his work with various people from around the globe, which just exemplifies that we are all part of the human race and we share these similarities in how we are experiencing life and transition. So welcome, Anthony. It's a pleasure to have you with us today. Hi, thank you for your invitation. Um, uh, so yes, I, I, as I'm French, I I hope I won't make a lot of English mistakes when I talk. So please forgive me. If I well, do. please. We're just happy to hear your accent. Yes. And and if you feel any better, it's my native language and I make mistakes with with it all the time. So you'll be fine. (laughs) Before we dive into just the the depth and breadth of your work, tell people how you stepped away from this traditional background and moved into researching and getting these fantastic stories of near-death experiences and so much more. Well, yes, it's a long story. I'll try to make it short because it's from making a 
uh, it's doing a business school in France, majoring in corporate finance, and now I'm making uh, NDE videos in English. So it's kind of a, a long story <laughs> from one point to the other. But uh, let's say that um, I did, as you said, I did a business school in France. Um, but I wasn't really happy with that. And since I was a kid, I was always very curious about the nature of the universe, let's say. I wanted to be a, an astronaut, an archaeologist. I wanted to study the oceans. I had a lot of ideas and intuitions about uh, who we are, let's say, as a kid. And then I grew up, I, was, uh, I wrote a lot of science fiction novels uh, as a teenager. And then when I was in high school at uh, seven, 17 years old, I, um, I started to make short movies with a friend. And the, the moment I discovered a, a camcorder, I, I wanted to be a director, so... I had the intuition, intuition at this very moment that I wanted to be a director, but I didn't know anyone in the movie business in France. I was living in the countryside. And since I was uh, good at school, I uh, was told to make a, a business school in corporate finance and economics. And that's what I did. Uh, but it was I wasn't really happy with that. And at the end of the school, I did a nine month nine months internship in corporate finance in a bank, and it was very boring, very depressing. I was twenty four, uh, and it, I, I just I couldn't stand these kind of jobs. You know, it was so boring, so boring. <laughs> And so to make the long story short, after that, I did a, an exchange program in the US, in California and in Florida, a few months each. And uh, that's when I made the decision that I was not going to work in finance. So I went back to France. I told my parents, I, I won't do it, you know. So I uh, decided to start all over again at 25. And... Uh, I started to make small, uh, to do small gigs in Paris, making videos, doing interviews. I've learned everything myself, you know, making, uh, uh, doing the editing, you know, uh, putting a microphone, you know, everything. I, I did my best, and what it was quite uh, hard for the first few years. Uh, you can interrupt me, by the way, if you if you want, because uh, well, I'm just surprised I, that you're that you're self-taught. Because one thing I love about your documentaries is there's no fluff in them. You know how sometimes you watch a documentary and there's this huge music interlude, or there's a lot of explanation, or they'll just have a lot of visuals with no context to them. Yours are perfectly edited and. Every scene is just get to the point, get to the point, get to the point. So I, I just love that personally. Well, yeah, thank you. It's, I think it's because uh, I got used to, to spend a lot of time in editing. Because since I didn't have any budget at first, you know, I had to be very clever in the editing process, you know. 
to so maybe that's why uh, I used to spend a lot, a lot, a lot of time and energy in editing. So, yeah, that's when you interview some of the people you've interviewed are just the biggest in the woo woo world. Right. I mean, you've got Eben Alexander and Anita Morajani and Bruce Lipton. What have you learned overall from speaking to these people? What is the common message you feel that they're sharing? I think the common message is about, let's say, oneness. The fact that beyond our body, our mind, and our emotions, who we truly are is the is the soul. We we can have different words for that, but it's the spark of God. It's the divine within us. That's who we really are, and death the physical death is not the end there are so many things to say about that so uh, <laughs> yeah it, it, often it's beyond words also the near-death experiencers they say that what they experience you cannot describe it with our own words because it's beyond this 3d dimension it's a sense of love unconditional love and uh, peace everything makes sense Everything happens for a reason. We can understand that when we're on the other side. That everything happened for a reason in our own life. Sorry. So, yes, it's a, it's a message of hope, I think. That was beautiful. And one of the things that I noticed is how you're using, because this show is for empaths, people that are highly sensitive, that feel things really deeply. And that really is portrayed in your work when you are doing these documentaries, because that's a very vulnerable topic to share that kind of an experience. Yes. And you you hold space for them beautifully, because throughout each of your documentaries, people relax, they tell their story, and you, you capture the, a, a purity and a, a clarity that is, um, it makes it incredibly special what you're, what you're doing, because I think... A lot of times people will do this type of work, but then they don't capture the essence of what it truly is all about. And you have bridged both together. And what I also love the fact that you bring science in, that you're a skeptic, that you you just you don't just drink the Kool-Aid and say, oh yeah, there's a, you've done some research to support that. So yes, could you yeah. chat a little bit about that? Well, yes, of um it's part of my own uh, journey because uh when I told you I started to make videos, at first it was not at all about these kind of topics. It was about, I was making interviews about the financial crisis, you know, and economics. The first time I, I heard about the other side and NDEs, I was like 27, I think, and psychic communications, you know, stuff like that. And it was like when I first I think the first NDE I've heard was Pamela Reynolds, an American woman who had a NDE. She saw herself on the, she she had an out-of-body experience and saw her own body on the table. Uh, she got an amazing uh, near-death experience. And I told myself, what, what what's going on? Like, I've never heard of these kind of things before. Why? I've told a few people around me and they said, yeah, it's a trick of the mind, hallucination, or, you know, 
I said, no, 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 because they were able to verify what was happening you know, around them and a lot of things like that. And it's happening all over the world and there has to be something, you know. And I got the intuition uh, very quickly that this 3D world that we experience with our five senses, it's not the only reality that exists. It's just a tiny part of the reality. And there are other dimensions beyond this 3D world. And it made sense for me. It like, even scientifically, it made sense, you know. It cannot be otherwise. And so it's the this whole idea that the, the brain is not creating, producing consciousness, but it's just a, the brain is a filter. It's a, a receiver. Of, yes, and, and I don't know if... Uh, no, I actually wrote that down from one of your documentaries where Dean Radin talks about yes, how the, the, the brain receives consciousness. It is not that the brain produces consciousness. Yes. And then it, you talk about the, the filter consciousness. And I found that really interesting, especially with what you said about these NDEers don't have words for what they're seeing or hearing or experiencing. And one of the things um, I think it's Dr. Bruce Lipton mentions is our brain has to filter out everything that doesn't line up with our five physical senses. Yes. And that just That's made true. me think, holy cow, like what else is out there right now in front of us, around us, next to us, bumping into us that we can't see, hear, smell, taste, or touch? Yes, that's uh, that's the whole question I had also at first, and I still have this question. And it's uh, because I, I, I'm not a, I'm not psychic myself. I cannot hear. I cannot, uh, you know, it's I don't receive any message uh, consciously. So it's kind of lonely to talk about these topics all the time and not be able to reach this this. Uh, other dimensions but I still I know it's there it has to be there and uh yeah I don't yeah. know it's comforting <laughs> it's comforting and inspiring at the same time isn't it yes yes even in my own life you know it's uh I, I can see that uh, even what I've told you about my own journey it wouldn't be possible without any kind of help you know mm -hmm. I got into situations, very difficult situations, making these videos, especially in English in the US. And I think that I got help from, from the other side. It's, yes. I think it's obvious because my the person you see right now, like uh, the Anthony, uh, I wouldn't be able to do this like... Uh, all by myself with my own little ideas you know it's uh so there there has to be something else and i can feel it sometimes you know in my own life that there is something protecting me mm -hmm. uh, and and the fact that it's been so divinely led that very serendipitous how people came into your life and situations arose and yeah. And I'm I'm kind of smiling because when you're saying, oh, I don't do any of this stuff. And in my head, I'm thinking, oh, you are doing it all the time. I mean, as far as you know who to reach out to, you and you, you yeah, had yeah. mentioned that as far <laughs> as a knowing. And I'm a big believer that 
psychics, intuitives, mediums, we're not doing anything that anyone else can't do. We've just exercised that muscle a little bit more. And um, also in your credit, Anthony, to your credit, is if you were in banking and linear, sequential, practical numbers to jump to that other side of your brain, (laughs) there's that constant back and forth of, am I making this up? Is this really happening? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. Do you feel that this has changed you though, doing this work, like from when you started to to where you are now? Yes, I think so. And what's funny is that I've always had the question, either in French or uh, with American people, the the question is like, uh, why do you do this? Why do you why do you have an interest in like NDEs or topics like that? And I never know what to answer, you know. It's like, well, good question. Why? I just well, there's don't, nothing I, more I, important, right? Yeah, I just don't know. It's like I'm. I feel I have to. I want to, but there, it's so weird. And so, yes, I think I know how to let go more now. I'm less about control about everything I do. It's like. A, I try to have faith in something higher. Even right now, like uh, at this very moment, I don't know what's going to happen for me like next year. I don't have any projects. I don't know when I will come back to the US again. It's been like four years since I've, uh, uh, the last time I've been in the US. It's so, it's very, Sometimes it's very hard because I just don't know what's happening, but I learn to let go and and trust and listen to, how can I say, the signs, the synchronicities in my own life, you know. I think yeah, life sure. is talking to us all the time. It's, it's, very, it's very subtle, you know. Mm-hmm. That's so that's, and I was not like that before in, when I was... Uh, in the business school it was like i have to have to master what i do i have to and it and it it led me nowhere because i was so unhappy you know it's, i was just trying maybe to make my parents happy i don't know uh, you know to yeah. say you're in a good business school and so that's that's a new thing for me yes now to to be like that that's a big thing because it's sometimes not easy it's not easy. Sorry. No. And and life can feel like a big to-do list when you're going after things that business model way. But when you just let go of the reins and try to surrender and realize we aren't in control, we have control of some things, but not everything. It's very, very freeing. And that's something I saw in a lot of your work and a lot of your interviews with people is they talk about the messages they receive is overcoming fear. And, yes. and that's so important. Um, Anita yes. Morjani said she realized she lived her whole life in fear and forgot that she was created in joy and love. And she said, all I ever had to do was be myself and live my life fearlessly. Yes. So simple. And yet yeah. very few of us do that. Yes. Yes. It's so simple, but it's not easy to apply that every day. The idea is very simple. But even like for me, it's uh, I realize that even now, it's it's not uh, yes, it's not easy all the time because uh, yeah, it's so simple. When I talk about it, I, I don't know why 
I sh I should have less fears, but it's like something. It's it's my other side, you know, of the brain, you know, the anal analytical side of the brain, you know, the left side. I'm still asking myself a lot of questions, you know, about what I do. Like, why am I doing these videos in English first? Why? Like, I'm French. <laughs> I never go abroad. I never go to the U.S. anymore. Like, why am, am I? Why do I keep making these videos in English? I don't have the answers. The answer for that, I just know that. I know I have to keep going. You're trusting. Uh, that's the beauty in all of this is Samantha and I both will say over and over to people, you're going to be divinely led. There's going to be something that may not make sense, but it you can't not do it. And then it changes you. It changes your life. It changes your path and trajectory. And both of us, I mean, I have a professional background and spirit kept putting this in front of me and saying, nope, this is, this is your path. Get on it. And yeah. I think, especially during these times, I'm a huge, huge fan of, of and people are probably so sick of me saying this, of tapping into the collective energy, that there is a collective unconscious that we all tap into. And mm. I feel like in, in my focus, I, I really feel like that's what you were doing is spirit said, okay, we need somebody that's going to make documentaries on, <laughs> okay, how about this guy, Anthony? Sure, step yeah. up, Anthony. How it's about the cool. French guy not living yeah. in the US? <laughs> <laughs> it's a huge... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, how can I say in English? I'm losing my word. Like it's a trick on me, you know. It's a joke on me, you know. Mm -hmm. God is playing a joke on me. Sometimes I feel like you, you, you will be born in France, but you will have to somehow do it in English. Yes, you know, and, it's like and, and not only that, we're going to have you step away from what you've been trained to do, yeah, yeah. what your family expects <laughs> yeah, of you, yeah. what culture of expects of you, and yeah. just. <laughs> Hit the road running. Good luck with that. Godspeed. Yes. yes. So yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's I think that's for most people, that's what is very hard is uh the relationship with the family and the 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 friends, you know. You know, when you have to follow your intuition, but you don't have any reason to give, you know, like uh, I want I have to do this, but I don't know why. And it's very lonely sometimes, you know, like to people, like, if they don't get it, you know, it's, it's not easy. That's something Denise and I talk about a lot is finding your spiritual tribe, because when you do walk this path, this authentic path, it is so exhilarating knowing you're doing what you were set out to do. And yet you're right. It's so lonely. I would have these like profound experiences or these precognitive dreams. And I'd call my sister or my friend and be like, oh, I saw Grammy, you know, and I'd explain what happened. And my, my sister would go, that's amazing. So do you want to do lunch? You know? <laughs> well, I want to talk <laughs> about this more. And I don't think people really know how to deal with people like us because it is so out of the the norm, right? So I think it's important for us to all find each other. And that's something I feel your work is doing, especially in English, because a lot of us feel divided so much of the time. The news is dividing us, politics is dividing us. And then you watch one of your documentaries and you realize, no, no, that's all an illusion. We're all one. We're all in this together. And I think- yes. I think that's really, really crucial to why you're being guided to do this work because we need that reminder. Well, thank you, and, and honestly, I think it—it's also thanks to the 
the public that I keep going, you know, the nice comments and everything, because they are saying what you're saying, like, oh, thank you for this video, thank you. But most of the time, even lately, I I can't help thinking like, uh, well, maybe, you know, I can stop now, you know. It's, there are so many other YouTube channels. There are so many things right now. Uh, it's like, you know, I even if I don't hear the answer, I talk to the, the other side and say, okay, maybe it's, we're good, you know, but I don't think so. <laughs> but, I, I but, don't know what, the, I, I, sometimes I ask them like, why, why do you make it so hard for, for me? You know, like you, can't you just like uh, make okay. it easier? <laughs> I have to interject, Anthony, because that for me means you are so on the right path. If you're questioning it, if you're doubting it, because, and I'm thinking as you're speaking that you, you're doing what you love. I, I feel like you can't not make documentaries. You can't not do film. You can't not share. And it may, your topic may change, your direction may change, but the creativity, the art, the sharing, that that's mm. intrinsic with who you are. Yes. So yes. you're you're very blessed that you have found what you have to share as I'm a I, I really think we all come with a unique blueprint, like a connection with spirit. We all have that. There's eight billion of us, but we all have that little tweak that makes us a little bit different. And mm. you found yours. So even though NDEs might be like, Yeah, I've done this, I've explored it. Now what am I gonna do? But oh, it's beautiful, beautiful work. It's it's not just NDEs, it's the whole English uh, video production, but it's, uh, yes, you're right. It's, I'm more me in my videos than when I'm like here talking to you, for example. If people want to really know me, they can just, if they watch what I do, what they feel is the real me, you know? I don't know how to say it like uh, more clearly, but uh, I, maybe I have, it's not very easy for me to express, to convey ideas with words. I'm not very good at that, but visually with music with everything in my videos i feel it's the real me in the video so that's what you're saying is like like uh it's the real me i cannot not do this you know it's the it's who i am and i've shared this openly on the show that i'm a very quiet introverted private person like phobically private and when i do this or when i work with people in as a medium or as an intuitive I I get out of the way and it comes through me and I'm much more yeah. animated and gregarious and open. Yes. But in my def my real life, I'm I'm just really kind of a laid back, quiet person. So yeah, me to me, that that's an indicator that you're working with spirit and allowing yes. them to come through you, not from you. Yes, and yes, yes. Because it allows you to share a part of yourself that may not get expressed. I, I yes. love, it. I, absolutely a, love it. I don't have to add anything to what you said. It's exactly that. Yes. Uh, yeah. I am, you know, I even have, especially before, I, I had problems even watching people in the eyes when I'm, when I talk to people. You know, it's like, a, it's, I don't know, it's, um, I was kind of shy. Uh, but how can I say, when I interview someone, I realized that I was watching 
them the whole time. And it's like I have a special connection with them when I do the interview, during the interview. You know, I have the connection. I don't have any problem. And uh, yeah. so it's like I am, I have a, I receive some help from, I don't know, from spirits during the interview. You know, it's not the, maybe it's the real me during the interview. I don't know. <laughs> you know, the yeah. real, uh, the the higher self. I don't know how to call it. And, and this, and then I'll, I'll step back. Do you ever go back and listen to what you've said and been kind of surprised that it came out of your mouth? Like with, with like a conversation with someone, have you ever said, wow, where did that come from? That doesn't sound like me. Yes, yes. Oh, yes. A lot. <laughs> a lot. Okay. But, uh, but it's, uh, as I said before, it's, it's like I feel like I'm, I have problems to convey my own ideas in a conversation. It's like, um, it's, I don't know, it's not an easy thing for me. So. And that's why we wanted you on the show, because you just talked to 98% of our audience. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I never appear in my own videos, by the way, because mm -hmm. you, as you can uh, see, I, uh, I don't like to appear in my own interviews. And that's the reason. It's because I, I don't feel comfortable uh, appearing. Yeah. That's, that's why. That is fascinating. And I really appreciate your honesty because I know for me, I went through that quarter life crisis you're talking about in my 20s too, where I was like, no, I cannot look at a cubicle. I cannot look at an eight to five job. I can't. Yeah. Oh, and I, so I went into teaching and then I was, I don't know. So it took me a long time to find my way too with the work mm -hmm. that I do. And when I did, I was like, oh, well now everything's going to be easy because I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And it wasn't easy. It's still hard. Every time it's hard. You know, I always yes. I always say to listeners, whenever I do a reading or a podcast, it's like starting over again with a yes. clean slate and you've got to do all the work again and get yourself amped up. I can do this. And I think that is such a misconception out there that when we finally start walking our path, the path is going to be easy. And, and something I like to always remind myself is, I don't think we're here for an easy life. I don't mean it's going to be hard and misery and challenges, but I do think this is a school. And just because you figured out what you're going to major in doesn't mean the classes get easy. No, it's uh, it's not easier. No, you're right. At least for me, it's not easy. Even like today, right now, it's not easy at all. Like I, as I was saying, uh, Lately, I've been wondering about like uh, ending the English, you know, videos. It's uh, it's not easy at all. It's uh... yeah, yeah. I can't imagine trying to <laughs> transcribe in my head from English to to French. Although you don't you don't want to hear my French. <laughs> I think the work you're doing and the work a lot of us are doing right now is because and maybe this is altruistic and overly hopeful, that we're coming together with more unity as a human race. And what you're bringing through is that anywhere on the globe, people are having these same experiences. That's what I love about being a medium. Everyone grieves. Everyone yes. loves. Everyone. Does not matter where you are, what your income level is, what your home looks like. And I feel like 
bigger message of what you're doing is is that unity piece. So thank you. It, it's incredible. Yes, yes, it's uh, who we are is beyond the the body, the gender, the 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 religion, the country, and it's. Uh, I think it's obvious when you cross when you go to the other side it becomes obvious but here like especially right now it's uh, not really obvious for most people you know there is so much uh, division and it's intense the energies are intense right now and and there is a lot of um samantha and i've chatted about this a lot of people are, are you just beautifully articulated what so many people are feeling right now Am I on the right path? Why am I making, why am I swimming against the current and, and making this so much more difficult for myself than it needs to be? But there's almost like a, a draw or a pull that keeps us going and saying, no, we have to just a little bit further, a little bit further. And yes. I, I think it's all, we, we agreed to come and help and whatever that looks like for each of us, that's what we're being asked to step into. Yes, yes, I, uh, yes, that's right. Uh, and I don't think we need to know the whole blueprint, you know, we just need to know the next step. Uh, 100%. And, tr and trust. Uh, that's an easy, easy thing to say, but it's not uh, easy all the time. But I, um, we don't know what the, what will be the, you know, the future. So we have to trust. I want to wrap us up a little bit here with a quote, a prayer um, in one of your documentaries, experiencing the divine in interview. Um, he quote, David quotes Peter Dunhoff as, as with this prayer that I just loved. He oh, said, yes, may we yes, have, yes. may we have a heart as pure as a crystal, a mind as bright as the sun, a soul as vast as the universe and a spirit as powerful as God and one with God. That's so beautiful. And and he was saying, if we could just pray that every day, think of the difference we could make for ourselves and the world. Yeah, so you I, saw this interview. She was, it's a great one, yes. It really is. Love it. It's not the famous one, uh, but it's uh, I love this one. And he, he's living in France, by the way. So I was able to interview him in person. Um yeah, I really enjoyed the way he shared some of his early experiences too, because it seems as though when we have these profound life-changing experiences, there are often hints in our childhood. And he talked about that too. Yes, I remember that. Yes, he's a really nice guy. Yeah. Yes, I think very often we all have a, a kind of knowledge when we are a child, and then we kind of forget that. And we come back to that later in life. At least yeah. for me, it was like that, you know. Yeah. When I discovered these topics at like 28, 27, I, I quickly remembered what I was thinking when I was a child. It was the same ideas. I already knew that, you know, in some way. Yeah. Yeah. Because that knowledge is always there. We did a an episode on my other podcast, Psychic Teachers. I don't know if listeners liked it, Denise, but I had fun researching it. It's on the binary soul doctrine. And mm -hmm. it's this ancient belief taught by almost every religion throughout the world that there are two of us inside. There's two souls, right? There's 
kind of like the left brain and the right brain, and that these two sides of us are always battling. And so there's this one that's wise and all knowing, like our higher self or our soul. And then there's this other side of us that's always analyzing and overthinking. And it was just interesting to read that. I mean, going back to Mesopotamia days, they were teaching this. We've always known this, that there's this struggle within us. And I think watching documentaries like yours and listening to people's firsthand accounts, we need those reminders almost daily that there's something more to us than that monkey mind brain in our head that's constantly worrying for us. There's so much more out there. And, And I just think more than ever, we need those, those reminders. And that's what your work is doing is it's just like you said, when you started discovering it, you were like, oh, I've always known this. I feel that way when I watch your work. I'm like, oh, yeah, I do know that. Why do I forget that all the time? Yes, yes, yes. And I think I I think that eventually I do these videos like maybe for me in the end, you know, it's like I might, I, I'm uh, watching. How can I say? It's it's for me like I, I need to remind myself these these. Uh, truth and the way i remind myself this is by making these videos so by helping others i also help myself you know it's like the same thing you know i help i try to help people remind that these kind of uh, things and i'm helping myself at the same time see and that that makes me feel that there's a reason to everything right because if you were super like you know, all bought into this idea of, yes, I'm going to do this and I'm going to translate it into English. And this is a hundred percent true. And I know exactly what I'm going to do here and there and everywhere. I don't think you'd be as good at your work as you are. Right. I think that to have that skeptical kind of, what am I doing? What is this person doing? Why am I focusing on this? I think that's driving your work and making it more authentic. Yes. And it's so chaotic. Like the, the way these videos are made, especially at first in English, it was so random, you know. That's why I I told you before that I think that uh, I have some help because it's like, it's so random. Like the near-death experience of Peter Anthony, you know, this one, I don't know. Well, it's uh, one of the first uh, NDE I've made. It was very successful. I, I met him almost by almost by chance it was like uh, it's it's a long story but it was so random and it's like someone is put on my path and it's then it's a success but i i wasn't planning on it it's um, it's strange you know i'm a i'm, I'm a strange guy i think you know <laughs> I have a strange life and I'm a strange guy. Well, well, you're you're in good company then. (laughs) Yeah. And I think when you own it, that's the best. You know, Denise and I talk a lot about living in the psychic closet for so long where we just hid this weird part of ourselves. And now we're like doing this podcast and we're out there with websites and we're just going to let our freak flag fly. (laughs) Yes. And it's... uh... It's a good thing to to allow ourselves to be who we really are, I think, you know, especially mm-hmm. at in this period of time. Uh, it's everything. We have nothing, we have nothing, nothing to lose. 
Do you have any other questions, Denise? Well, I was just going to say that, you know, what you shared, what really uh, touched my heart was that you couldn't not do this because you were so unhappy, even though everything pointed towards you were on a great path, you were on the right trajectory by by, uh, cultural or societal standards that you go to a good school, you make a lot of money, you buy a big house, you have a, you know, and, and just the fact that you said, I'm sorry, that isn't me. And you, you pivoted, you just, just those words alone, just empowered so many people that are listening to say, I need to follow my heart. I need to do what I really came here to do. Yes. It's really important to overcome the the fears. I, I remember like, when I got out of the building, the bank building, the last day, I, I saw the sun and I told myself I'd rather be homeless and and feel the sun than do this job again, you know. It, there was no way back. I never allowed myself to go back, even when it was like hopeless. It's like I, I won't go back. I, I'll die. I, I told myself <laughs> I, I will. I will die, but I won't quit uh, because I is, was so desperate, so desperate. But oh my goodness, isn't it fabulous? You figured that out in your twenties and not your thirties, your forties, your fifties, your sixties. Like you got that out of the way early. Well, yes, but it was kind of a failure for me, you know, at that time. You know, it's like I'm. Uh, I'm a total mess, you know, I cannot even do a normal job. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's not yeah. a good thing. <laughs> That's overrated anyway. <laughs> I, I never really understood this this world, you know. It's like uh, something that doesn't, doesn't really make sense for me when I watch the the world going on. It's like something doesn't make sense. You know, it's this uh, sense M- of most not... everything. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like it's it's yeah, it's uh, I don't know how to ex- express it, but no, I I completely get that. I mean, everything that's important we tend to not focus on in in our daily lives, and we need these constant reminders. And I don't understand that. I don't understand why why all of that love and unity and support has to be so hard, but I think it's getting better. I really do. I love this book called Better Angels of Our Nature. And as a historian has been able to prove that we are living in the least violent times in the entire yes. history. Yes, I, I agree with that. I have hope too about this world because I think the light is uh, is coming, you know, like. Uh, we are now able to see problems that we didn't see before, maybe. It has always been here, but now we can see it. So it's chaotic, messy, but because we are able to see now, it's like the the revelation, you know. That's we a can... great metaphor. It's like when uh, something's hidden in the dark and you turn a light on, you can no longer ignore it. Yes, it's going to yes, be scary, exactly. but then you can fix it. And that's, that's I think, what you're describing. And that's so true. Yes, and yes, exactly. Maybe the aliens are coming to help us figure that out, even though no one is talking about that. Have you noticed that? It was a big news story yesterday that disclosure is coming. Maybe they're going to be a part of this. And that that can be your next documentary, Anthony. 
Oh God, yeah. I don't know. I don't know about aliens. Uh, I think it exists. I'm sure, uh, but I I I don't know what to say about it in the documentary. You know, that's a big question. Like, what would I say about it? Uh, who are they? You know. <laughs> Who are I, I'd they? Like what do they want? Maybe to interview them, you know, in the documentary, <laughs> interview the aliens directly, you know, that would be a big thing. <laughs> I want to They're watching, that. and they're going to say, "Oh, we want that French guy." Yes. <laughs> after after the U.S. now the the aliens, you know, it's uh, more and more difficult, you know. Well, thank you so much for taking time yeah. to come on our show. We so appreciate you. your work and your your total authenticity and your talent. Really, we're so, so grateful. And we're excited to share you with some listeners who maybe have not seen your work. Yeah, thank you. And sorry again for my English. I wish it was uh, more, uh, e it was easier for me, but uh, well, I did my best. Oh, uh, it was parfait. Merci beaucoup. <laughs> That's yes. all I can do. Thank you. Yeah. And so, could you share where people can find your work, please? Well, yes, it's uh, on YouTube mainly. Uh, you, uh, Anthony Chen, my name. You type Anthony Chen, Anthony Chen Production. It's Chen in French, by the way, the pronunciation, but you yes. can pronounce it uh, another way yes. if you want. Uh, and uh, AnthonyChen.com, my website, and that's that's about it. So okay. well, thank, we're you looking for, forward. thank you for your, your time and your questions. It's weird to be on the other side of the, the interview, but. <laughs> well, you did a fantastic job. Thank you. And thank you everyone for listening. And just for anyone who's maybe driving or exercising right now, his last name is C-H-E-N-E, -E, Anthony Shen. Yes. So you can look it up that way and we'll post it again in the show notes and on our Facebook page. Thank, Thank you. you guys so much for listening. Please remember, as always, to show up, do great work, and share your light. Take care. Thank you. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.